0: All right, welcome back to another episode of Talk Matters. This is episode twenty-three. I'm Matthew, with alongside me is and, Andy, and we've got Punch Drunk Tagalongs today. Woo-hoo. Sorry, Woo. I'm going to ask you guys to get a little we'll bit closer. I know, I know, right we, have, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know we have we um, have condenser mics, but it just helps with just a little bit closer.
1: But mm-hmm.
0: so Punch Drunk Tagalongs, how did you guys come up with that name? I've always been interested because I Ooh. I heard about Punch Drunk before. I met you, mm-hmm. and I was totally like, that's so cool, because I never was able to come up with good band names. but
2: I have a whole list of them. But, yeah, so Punch Taglogs Tagalogs, that came into being a few years ago when I went out with some friends and uh, had a little <laughs> bit too much. Uh, introduced to whiskey, but not, like, for the first time, but, like, definitely for the first time at the end of the night. You know, very special circumstances. And um, I ate an entire box of Tagalong cookies, I guess I shared. Uh, the story is I shared, but I thought I ate <laughs> all of them by myself for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I woke up the next morning and uh, we were going to go to Cedar Point and I was not feeling so well and I was like, okay, I can eat my tagalong cookies. And I like ran into the kitchen and they were gone and I didn't remember eating any of them. So
0: So did you punch something? <laughs> I just like, punched is-
2: Caleb right in the <laughs> yeah. face. I was like, "Tell me where are my tagalongs." <laughs> no. Um yeah, that's where like, punch drunk tagalongs came from. That's so, so we just cool. kind of like yeah. said it out loud. I don't know, actually. There's a whole conspiracy behind this because I say I came up with but it. But I think but, I came up with it. <laughs> so we'll never know. Yeah, I thought it was
1: just um, kind of a slapstick, tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. but strung yeah. tag along.
0: I it's, think yeah. that's awesome because uh, I was never – I, like, think I'm creative, but I don't know because, like, I listened. There was a band in high school, my high school that was called Fresh Out, and they got their idea because someone goes, I am fresh out of ideas of – Trying to figure out a name, so like, so that kind of stuff was so cool. I could never be like, uh, Ringer Bay. I, I yeah. like I don't know. <laughs> so I couldn't put anything just together like that. So I thought that was really cool.
2: Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, now we just can, we keep a list. So I would always suggest that for everyone who's like thinks they might be in a band someday, start thinking about the name three years before you need the name. Oh yeah? When mm-hmm. you're under pressure, you know it's yeah, really hard yeah. to come up with something great. <laughs>
0: Um, so I totally missed the, messed this up, but so Punch Junk tag alongs is Alicia and Caleb, 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 Caleb. and, so and yeah, there's Apple I know there's I know there's there's two yeah. others right?
2: Yeah. So we have a bassist and the fourth uh, named Alex, and the fourth is a rolling member right yeah. now. So I
1: remember you mentioned something. drummers.
2: Yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, were we fully rotating drummers at the time? Yes, yes. Because I, I, I remember so. yeah talking to you about that. Um, I
0: saw yeah. you guys at. Hive Mind. Hive Mind? Is yes. that what it's called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was such a cool place.
1: Yeah, it is a really cool hmm. place.
0: I yeah. never heard of it. Where's it at? Uh, yeah. Honestly, I couldn't really tell you because it's not like a big venue. It's just like this seemingly kind of like a garage type hmm. yeah. yeah. with a lot of artwork, which was weird because I found a ton of artwork from someone I went to high school with.
2: Oh, you did? There? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Whose who's
0: artwork was there? um Man. What's her name?
2: Yeah, well, i'll come back to it later yeah, yeah. there was like mm. that photography um yeah. mm. that was brooke there. ellis oh
0: all right she had a ton of artwork there hmm Yeah, i really, mean time but there's like three but it felt like there was a lot that's so cool though yeah it was a really nice cool place and uh it's my first time seeing you guys and that was awesome
2: yeah and they're cool with the bands which is really nice and like which is a good spot for everybody to hang out with um We've had some trouble like coming to like a good place that's like solid that like treats the bands well in Akron So like that's one of our favorite places that we've found
0: Right on. Yeah. So, uh, how did you form like what how did this all start?
2: Oh, so I was doing a lot of open mics for probably like a year and singing songs I was writing and um I, of course, I met Caleb in The Secret's Out. I was dating him at the time. And we've met some other friends in the music scene as well. And I kind of was like, I want to start a band. So I wanted to get louder. And I had just plugged in an electric guitar. Um, I'd played electric guitar before that, but this was when I was really getting into it. And Caleb bought me pedals and decided to step it up. So I asked Caleb if he'd be in my band. Step it up.
1: to Step it up. Step it down on the (laughs) pedals. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh yeah he joined the band and alex and yeah and four drummers ago did as well but yeah
0: so, so you guys have been through four is that what it seems like so far or?
2: so what number are we on right now we're not number like four to seven or eight because we're like hmm. we have not, like three, no drummers, right
1: no. No way, have three drummers right now no way three drummers right now we don't have three drummers right now. We're about now. to
2: work a third into the mix. What we do have well, three weekend drum with.
3: Why do you have so many drummers? Why have you been going through much <laughs> just, is just <laughs> is it just like you don't like you just don't like their style or they don't fit schedule wise mm, or It's
2: been a different um thing that comes up with each person. Hmm. Um so it's hard. It's it's hard being a band at that works at the level that we want to work at cuz mm-hmm. we're not just like playing out for fun once every two months. It's like you know, like, by the time a year comes up on our album, we'll played 75 shows in a year. So Wow. Yeah. You know, so that's a lot of, <laughs> work, a lot of work, right? Yeah. And then you have other things, like we work with a label, so there has to be that work there and communicating with them and working on that, and there's, you know, uh, content creating that, um, press, um, art, you know, like all this stuff that goes along with it and just the booking alone so it's hard to have someone who's on board as much as we are on board
3: absolutely
0: i know because you guys posted January's run and I was just jaw dropped. There's like, <laughs> I didn't count how many shows, but I was like, that's so cool. Like, it just, and we like, said it just we seemed were like done. a long list. And the plus yeah. the graphic was mm-hmm. the graphic art or like whoever did that artwork was that was sweet.
2: Yeah, that was for weekend friends. Um, where the the car is like yeah, on like it's like a
0: robot car. <laughs> or something yeah. Like that. yeah, it's so cool. like a
2: transformer because that's really what you need when you decide to tour <laughs> in January. Um, but yeah, I mean January we said we weren't gonna play, but. We kind of had a bunch of people who are like, "Hey, we're booking the show and want you to play." So we decided hmm. to play it. But that's
3: pretty cool. People are coming to you guys to play. You know what I mean? Play shows. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's awesome. That's great. That makes it so much easier. I was about to say, it's probably I'm like, easier. oh, I don't have to book other bands or deal with the um, venue or any of that. Um, but yeah, this will be our first run on a tour with like another band.
3: Who are you guys touring with?
2: Um, they're called Weekend Friends. Okay. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw you guys recently just played with the Flips again. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. How right. was that? It was great. That was I mean, because really
0: when I saw them at Hive, I'm gonna, I keep forgetting. The, what's I the, mine. Yeah, Hive, yeah, you got it. Yeah. yeah. So when I saw them there, I was like, oh, what's this band going to do? And then that guy opened his mouth, and I was like, wow, this guy's amazing. And he kind of gave, uh, correct me, I don't know, maybe it's just my opinion. Listening to them reminded me of Brand New.
1: That's what I thought, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I told him. Better band, new, brand new. Yeah. A better band. <laughs> better of brand Better Whoa. brand new. Um, but yeah, I was getting those vibes too. And then when we talked to him, I said later, I had found, yeah, Manchester um, Orchestra. Manchester Orchestra. Definitely, I could definitely see also that. Also a big one for him. Um, yeah, it was really great. They were all they were all really nice. It was our first time in Chicago.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and we we played next to the metro, so it's his venue right next to the metro, and hmm. um. And they had some like electronic band from like Europe, and there's like all these people like waiting in line like to get. Oh, into I this. saw that video. You And did, yeah, you had them and, say and punch they even have like furries. They're like furries waiting, like just like the like <laughs> weirdest random people is great. And like this line went forever, so we ran outside and we were like, uh, <laughs> they're almost really cold. So I'm like, hey, you guys bored and cold? Like, what do you think about like just yelling our band name that you probably would never see? Or, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we got him to do it. It was really fun. But that
0: was funny. I saw that video, yeah.
2: Punch drunk tag <laughs> logs. It was like, woo, like, <laughs> they're like so cold, and they're like, We don't care, leave us alone.
0: I but would yeah. do it for Instagram, gosh,
2: yeah. I know it's like, create <laughs> this content. lady to leave us
0: alone, <laughs> yep. no, but um, so for both of you, um, uh, what bands inspired you to play music like just growing up? Was this just stuff you listened to or?
2: I'll let Caleb go first on oh, this I one so start. I can think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I brought you. <laughs> um,
1: all right. So I started playing guitar at like 14. It started with like the classic rock standard. So I think like
3: everybody does that. Yeah. That's what I did I too. I think we
0: were still in the, What year were you guys born?
1: 91. Oh, uh, I'm still, 90. I kind of want to lie oh, about sorry. my age, <laughs> but I was born in 90. I didn't know <laughs> that. Uh,
0: so we were, we were in 92. So it's yeah. like, I think we were still hitting that. Um, kind of like era too. I mean, yeah, we were, st- our parents were- grew up on it. So yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, my dad didn't like ACDC, but he had me listening to Queen and Zeppelin still. And there like, you go. um, and also at that point you could get like Led Zeppelin t-shirts at target.
3: I remember so, that. And yeah.
1: it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so also and just like kind of starting out with like black Sabbath riffs or learning, just the easier, just trying to start learning Led Zeppelin riffs on guitar. Um, then I I really got into Weezer and started playing Weezer. And then Nirvana was like a big pinnacle for me, sending me off into... I, I will
0: uh, say, I, when I saw you guys and when I first heard you guys, I definitely got that vibe. Yeah. But yeah. The Nirvana vibe.
1: Yeah, this is sort of like, um, you yeah, know, there's a grunginess and alternative rock sound, I guess, that you would describe. And then that kind of put me into getting into more, like, punk or post-punk or other, Um, finding bands like Fugazi, Mm -hmm. which was, like, my favorite band. Um, And that's kind of starting playing guitars, where I kind of approach it from.
0: Cool. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, I just, I started, as far as music, I kind of just started writing. I didn't even know what I was writing really, but like my dad, and I'm sure this is part of it. My The first time my dad taught me on guitar was a Nirvana song. So, what was it? Just, was it Smells
0: Like Teen Spirit? Um,
2: no, and I, I'm really bad with like names of songs. It's like.
1: Are you do, it's are it really you doing low. Lithium?
3: Yeah, I dun, think. Oh, dun, yeah, I didn't really have like. That's come as you are. That's come as you are. Oh yeah. yeah oh, as like, come like, as you come yeah. are.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that was the like pretty much like one of the first songs my dad taught me a guitar and then he taught me a Jewel song, which I love. Jewel. Oh man. I
0: thought you said tool. I was like, how did you go from Nirvana to Yeah That's so mathematical. Yes.
2: Um, no, not quite. Jewel. Um, okay. so I really liked Jewel growing up and then I definitely went through a Taylor Swift phase. Um, fortunately yeah. and unfortunately, like but every girl's done
3: that. you know, that came to haunt hey, me back
2: I later in life. When it, we, yeah, yes. Yeah. We had a, we were covering uh, Taylor Swift songs, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's kind of where it went and I was just writing the whole time. Um, but then, like, my dad was young, so the type of music my dad was introducing me to was like Henry Rollins, Iggy Pop, um, System of a Down, um, My Chemical Romance, just a lot of <clears throat> heavier stuff. My Chemical Romance was obviously later when I was in my teens, but.
1: That angst.
2: B- yeah, the angst. He showed me his, uh, like, yeah, he's the teenage like. Teenage f- angst yeah. era. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And like the flaming lips, and my dad just definitely um, showed me a totally different side of things. My mom was more so like Christian music. So I didn't really super um, – I don't click with that. Besides, I loved Reliant K and we were just talking about this over the weekend and the Audio Adrenaline and um, those kind of switch foot, those kind of bands because that's like what my mom would let me listen to. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I would hide all sorts of songs on my iPod and like <laughs> name them different things. My mom wouldn't find them. So would
0: you make like a playlist that was like –
2: God is Wholesome. Love. Said, God yeah. is love. said God is love. be like and that's all what, Slipknot
0: and Slayer. Yeah, and-
2: I had those God is love, and that's what Eminem was.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it was on my phone. I was like, oh, my gosh. But mom knows now. Uh, it's out. But, yeah. And then, yeah, <laughs> that's kind it. of all the music. And I just had such a spread because my stepmom was definitely into, like, Lenny Kravitz, Alicia Keys, and Pink. So I kind of got that, like...
0: A ton of different... A ton of different Yeah.
2: So I don't know who I am or what I listen to these days. But yeah, a little bit of everything. I think everyone's like that, though. Yeah.
0: So would you say those bands that influence you to play, would those be the same that influence your music now? Or is there a little bit of a difference?
2: I think I like to think that we're so removed from it, but we're not, like... When someone's like, Oh yeah, it's like nineties like it's like a little grungy, which I don't know if that's what you're necessarily going for.
0: I personally love hazy. That's that's yeah. the one I really fight with. I, yeah. I like all of your music, but like hazy just I don't know, there's something about
1: it.
2: Yeah, a lot of people do like that one. Um yeah, I I think it does affect affect us in some way.
1: It probably does. I'm not aware of it. I don't really listen to Nirvana or Weezer anymore. Um I probably I'm mostly just trying to listen to like newer stuff that's out and being inspired by different sounds. Um,
2: Keeping up with the kids.
1: I guess so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't, to me, it doesn't feel like my like starting out playing guitar is inspiring me now. But it, I guess it probably is. I'm just not aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the biggest thing for me when I think about writing music is just sort of like, dual guitar work that Alicia and I try and have that's like not this sort of, I actually tried to like go against the sort of like classic like rhythm guitar, lead guitar, I guess, and have this idea of like uh, a wash of sounds or like two guitars that are doing things maybe similar or like kind of different and like interlocking guitars throughout melodies. Yeah. Um, Which I don't, you know Nirvana only had one guitar and then I think Weezer usually, to me, now that when I listen, it's just like rhythm guitar and then leads. Mm-hmm. So I feel pretty removed from it, actually, but it's okay. probably still there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I know there, there were some songs we wrote with the, uh, the other guy in our band, and I was like, I think that's a riff from, from something. We had to go <laughs> look it up be like, damn, yep. it was. Yeah, okay. It was probably like 90% else. of the time. Yeah. yeah. And we uh, To this day, he. I don't think you still remember, but... We wrote a song where your bass line was this like literally probably one note away from a Stain song. Like I do remember it. That. it was a, it was almost like that song Mud Shovel. It was like Ugh. Yeah. And so we played Mud Shovel and then like two songs later we played that song and like in a different tuning. They though. probably think we're still playing Mud Shovel. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like wait, wasn't that band still playing that song like yeah. 10 minutes ago? You're like no, <laughs>
0: but how was the uh, chemistry like when you first two started playing together? Like, was that did you guys pick it up pretty easily, or?
2: Yeah, I would say Caleb's the person I have had the easiest chemistry like musically with, and that's yeah. why it just made sense.
1: Yeah, it's probably the reason why I joined the band. I guess because we just started playing together first, because we were always just like, they're all just hanging instruments out. around, they're like <laughs> <laughs> hanging out and going to open mics, and then it was like. I was in a band before, and so I had my own music, and then Alicia just had her songs. <clears throat> and then at one point, um, or at some point, I guess, she was like, and I was like kind of scared to play guitar with her, because like she had these songs, and they were all very emotional. She was playing at open mics, and then um, she was like, you should play something to this and see what happens. And it it seemed to click pretty well, especially, I think, the first night That she got like her electric guitar and amp, and then we just like were jamming, and I think I have a recording somewhere. It's called Super Epic Jam. (laughs) It's just like an hour long, and it's like I was looping stuff, and she and it was just like. Which just, like, riffing. His
2: roommate comes in at some point in time. And oh, he's and like, starts on the drums. You guys, oh, does he? Okay. But yeah. then he's like, all right, I'm going to wherever. Uh, you want to play some ping pong with me? There's just, like, like this, it's like, like some ridiculous recording. Bar and we're
1: like, no. <laughs> and we're
2: like, no, we have found our calling. We're like, leave jamming. us now. Yeah, but he did play the drums for a while, too. Yeah. And it just it clicked that night. That's when we wrote Let Them Pass, the first, like, kind of iteration of it. But... Maybe that was a different time. Yeah, I don't okay, know. <laughs> you gave me <it> the face <laughs> up. Yeah, I think you s- made that up. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed
1: pretty pretty simple. She didn't. She didn't yeah. tell me to stop playing, so it was like, I guess this is working. Yeah. yeah. I,
2: guess yeah. Is <laughs> I guess this is musical consent.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, that's important. Oh, consent. Yeah. There's sometimes, in some way, there's nothing worse than like laying down a rhythm track and then someone really trying hard but you're like you're not picking this up you're not getting it you're kind of just puking all over what I'm doing right now it happens when you just like jam with people that's for sure you're really mm -hmm. good it's just not the same you just don't vibe together it's Mm -hmm. sometimes not about the technicalities or something it's just about like two people serving the song serving the song
0: that's what Andy and I did we clicked very quickly I mean uh, and that's why it was so hard to find a guitarist because it wasn't like we all started together. Yeah, it was Andy and I started, and then we started piecing, putting the pieces together. And this isn't working. This isn't yeah. working. Blah blah blah. blah. And it
1: can be really hard. Oh, it was tough. Mm. You two hold on to each other though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, never there let is, each other never never let go. There is, is, a, there go. is a weird connection tensios.
0: between drummers and bassists. It's just this. It's the rhythm section. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
1: important and special.
0: Yeah, and then once we stopped we found other bands and it just wasn't the same mm-hmm. like trying to i'm not saying anything bad about the other basses, but it just it wasn't him yeah i <laughs> know it's, that's it's, the it's toughest a very it's
1: a special thing um yeah just about vibing you know it's not even about someone's skill level it can just be about yes. like just you guys like certain people you play together and you just like take the song in the same direction at the right time Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. have to think too hard about it. it. just all
2: clicks, and then oh, you all yeah. stop playing, and then you say, Whoa. Holy and then you laugh. That's <laughs> yeah. always, yeah. that's when you know it's good, is when you just start laughing. Like, after you hit the last note, you just, like, look, and you start laughing. Like, oh, that's when you know it's a keeper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: and you look up, and everyone's like, We should have recorded that. Yeah, And then everyone's yeah. like, Wait. And then they go back to try to do it again. That moment's oh, gone. Yeah, and the
1: original yeah. sort of, like, magic like whatever it is you're like it's not exactly the same you're Like, that's
2: not what you played last time <laughs> yeah. Like well, that's not what you played last time you're like well you just did
0: it five seconds yeah.
2: ago i forgot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: it's
2: fleeting very yeah. fleeting
0: so one of the cool really cool things that i remember when we first started talking at work um you said something you said you're like we were a signed band and I, instantly i thought that was really cool i was like oh cool i'm working with someone who's signed uh, that's cool Whoa. that that's cool <laughs> yeah. to me that's really cool to me so how long did it take to you guys get signed did you guys get noticed or like did you yeah how does it work the whole process Uh, yeah i'm not good enough to be a musician to get signed so
2: no that's not true it's being (laughs) in the right place i'm always negative about
0: myself about music but anyways
2: yeah i'm like don't be hard on yourself matt (laughs) listen here gotta (laughs) be at the right place at the right time um and that's really what it was it was a weird circumstance and uh honestly a bunch of events that happened that led us to getting signed it started with us started with me being in another band Back in the day, and walking through the hallway and seeing this really tall guy play very, very loud, stand like a foot away from like this full stack amp, and he was like six feet tall, like big hair. I just remember I was also I was also at this like uh, practice studio where everyone was like uh, metal. It was just like. Mm. You know, double bass. Like the <laughs> walls were shaking. Everyone's smoking cigarettes. Most of everyone's in their fifties. I remember just like I was like I was in this in my 80s synth synth dance pop band. So I was always this like unassuming girl with this keyboard like in the hallway. And I remember just like looking at this room, being like, "Who's that?" You know. Uh, so his name ended up being Frank, and I ran into him later at Happy Dog because the uh, east side rest in peace
0: mm-hmm. um is that gone for good now?
2: yeah um because you used to do the door over there and i remember being like i said do you practice in my practice space and honestly i can't remember what the practice space is now but i think i called it like level five and it's actually level seven or something <laughs> like that like i was just so like it's
3: not a level so yeah he's manage. like
2: level seven and i was like <laughs> oh yeah like whatever <laughs> it's like that and he's like yeah so i remember like Talking to him and uh, that kind of being like a connection from the past will randomly, did he see us somewhere? Did he just reach out?
1: I thought maybe you saw something of his. I don't know. I can't remember how. he,
2: He kind of reached out about how they might be doing like a little mini tour and they were looking for different bands. And he knew I had a band in like Akron at the time. And they were going to play, like, an Akron show and do a Columbus show and a Bowling Green show and a bunch of other ones. And they're kind of doing this, like, where you do, like, a little mini weekend tour together. Um, And they had just been signed to a label. Mm -hmm. And then this is – they're, like, releasing a compilation CD and everyone would get a single on it. So we – so he asked us if we wanted to do this, so we did. The whole thing kind of actually ended up being weird and we got – randomly dropped from the akron show that we were supposed to play it was all kind of a mess but later on it would happen that one of the people from the label really liked us his name is eric from the sonder bombs i'm not sure if you've heard of them but he worked at the label and he was coming out to our shows and he ended up dragging out the guy who's kind of like the manager of um that label out to see our show and uh he fell in love with us, so he was just like, I really like you guys. I want to talk to you, and we were kind of like...
1: It was actually like... Who
2: are you? Yeah, <laughs> he you know, was like... Yeah. like uh, is, it, I'm,
1: is I'm it, the manager of a label. Um, you know, how serious, like, you guys want to make a living? You guys want to be musicians? And I was just kind of like, I don't believe anything that you're saying right, right now. We were kind of pretty dismissive. Yeah. And it took a, a little while to actually... Like, meet up again and be like, oh, this guy's actually kind of for real. Like, it's actually going
2: to the label and...
1: He actually works at a label, that in yeah. itself. Yeah.
0: How <laughs> weird is it that you, not signed band, tells a guy who's, like, looking to sign you going, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's and probably
2: like, like, uh,
3: you're
2: like I, I don't know about you. and like, looking up, like, what he said and like, it seems pretty true. So, yeah, that, you know, so then we worked with them in, like, over a year... We yeah. kind of worked out a contract with them and uh, recorded uh, with Jim Wart at Superior Sound Studios, which is also like kind of in connection with the label. That so there's another label. It's called Tragic Hero Records, and they're kind of like the the parent label of our label, which is Sunpetal Recordings. And um, Sunpetal Recordings used to exist. And uh, it was Buffalo Killers and a few other bands. And it kind of went dormant for the last three or four years. And then Randy wanted to use us kind of as like a stepping stone to like start the label back up again. So we all agreed on that. And then they've signed two more bands since then. And yeah. It's
0: so it's a pretty young label right, right now or?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like a baby label then. is I mean, with our recording was like the first release they've had out in like four or five years.
1: Maybe it's more like a zombie label.
2: That's what I'm saying, like it's like yeah, or Lazarus, you know, label.
1: But yeah, it's <laughs> uh, it's still like <laughs> new now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and kind of getting back, you know, I guess the modern connection. Because James recent. Taylor's
2: son, I can't think of his name right now, was on it. Like they yeah. used to have like bigger names on it, but
0: so where's this located? Like
2: Cleveland. So off uh, of and Superior. where did where did the guy
0: come from to see you?
2: Where'd he come from? Yeah. Where'd he well, go? He's, he's also, gonna... <laughs> so
1: there's a, there's a tragic hero office in Cleveland. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so that's like, he manages that. <clears throat> and then, um, there's the recording studio in the same building. And then he runs sun pedal recordings out of that building also.
0: Now, do you guys feel like pressure now that you have this? It almost seems like an obligation because you're signed to something.
2: Of course. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you're yeah. <laughs> nah, I, I,
0: Caleb's like, I'm not worried about I it. I wonder yet. who's
2: more chill in this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we signed a contract. Right. So it's like any kind of contractual anything. Like, of course, there's like responsibility there.
1: Right.
2: Um, we're legally bound to do certain things. So, yeah, yeah, there's a little more pressure there, of course. But. I would say they don't really push or pressure us it's more like we never needed anyone to do that and Mm -hmm. i think that's why they did sign us because i mean i think we've been called one of the hardest working bands in cleveland or i just say that about myself but (laughs) 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 um but we've always worked very very hard and we're always like been self-driven so um we don't really have that kind of pressure from them
0: Mm -hmm. and how do do you guys have other jobs too
1: Yes Yeah
3: okay.
2: so I don't how know does know with that But yeah How does that
0: all play out Because I always see Buddies of mine In other bands That work at places And then they go tour For like a month Or two months straight And I'm just like How does work let you do that
2: um, Well for me I'm kind of in some weird area Where I can like Work from home most days And kind of do whatever um, I might get a real job again someday But we'll see what happens <laughs> Taking some time off From my yeah. mental health Okay I got you <laughs> Loud and clear. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, and then Caleb is a gas man, so he's just burping. I, he's, I'm just just, burping he's burping a lot. over here. So, yeah. but literally, he is let's, a let's gas clear. man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, well, you know, the other thing is that we, we, we've done the longest shows that we've done in a row is like nine or ten. We've done that twice, and then we do a lot of just like Friday, Saturdays. Oh okay. Um mm-hmm. and so really like you can get a lot of shows doing that and you can get like pretty far and then you just drive 6 or 8 hours back on Sunday and like your weekend was driving and playing and so it's like really awesome and also kind That's of stinks awesome. and exhausting. But um it's definitely like for us playing to like in a town where pretty much no one knows us on a Friday or Saturday is just kind of increasing the chances. That someone's gonna be out. Yeah. So we're not doing month-long tours right now. So like, I have I work um, for the gas company, Dominion. Mm-hmm.
2: Call him about all of your bill problems. Yeah, not I his phone can't number do is? anything about <laughs> just that. <kidding>. I actually, <laughs> don't know his phone number by heart.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I have nothing to do with that.
2: And he also doesn't do customer service.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I just use vacation for like the weeks that we'll. Like the week that we'll do, mm-hmm. and then after that we're just doing weekends, so it fits in everybody's schedule and pretty flexible. I mean, if and when we do a month or two, I'll have to quit and uh, I'll—I don't know what I'll do.
0: Yeah, we'll figure that's out. That's the life. Yeah, that is the I've, life. I mean, I've always just been curious. I mean, I—I I guess I shouldn't say a month because I don't know anyone personally that's like that good. It's going on for a <laughs> month, but mm-hmm. uh, but I like. I was telling Dave and his two other bandmates that uh, I follow some, like, bands, like, counterparts and, like, all these bands online uh, on Instagram, and I see them come back from these tours. And, like, yeah, I got to go back to work now. I'm thinking, you were just gone for three months. Who's <laughs> letting you leave for three yeah. months to come back and work? Like, a lot of you know?
2: industry jobs. So many people who do that are, like, bartenders.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: and they'll know, know people. I think that helps, too, if you it's, have friends. Yeah, you know it's that. a
1: lot of just – it's. Because uh, we always, like, when you meet musicians for the first time, you say hi, you say you sounded good, and then you <laughs> get that out of the way. you know that's 50, whether that's true or not. Um, And then you, and then everybody asks what they do besides music because everybody wants to know. And it seems like it's whatever you can. Mm-hmm. And then whatever pops in your life that's flexible, you know? I mean, I think I've met um, the one that stood out to me, a dude does, like, IT work for a company, um, but he just happened to find one where he went in there and was like, I tour as a musician. And they're like, sure, you have a job here. Mm-hmm. And like that's pretty rare.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, A lot of bartenders, just whatever you can. A lot
2: of poor people.
0: A lot of poor people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Because
0: I know, I think Dave was working at Guitar Center, and he was touring yeah. a lot. He was,
3: was for a while.
1: Yeah. I I've, yeah, I've heard that they will let you tour and you can keep your job.
0: That's that makes sense. Well, it's music, music industry. Music, so. Yeah. Yeah. Hm, mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
0: hmm. interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's like the most interesting job that I've heard someone have while being a musician. Nothing's really standing out. They're all pretty regular. <laughs> Very few of them are just musicians. Yeah. Um the ones that are usually also operate as solo musicians. Yeah. And so... So it's constantly music. Yeah, and they can get really nice, like, winery gigs. It's three hours, you know, and they're doing covers, but it might pay a good amount. You don't know, cover the rent mm-hmm. just from, like, one or two gigs for the week. Those are the only people that I know that are just musicians, and they might have a band, and then they can also do all these other gigs.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, you're definitely playing other people's music if you're kind of doing three or four hour sets at yeah. a winery. No one wants to hear. Your singles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dave told a really cool story about how they did uh, a wedding and the guy who asked them to do the wedding wanted them to play all originals.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's like, this is super awkward because no one's going to like what we're playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but
2: hopefully it's, it's that person's day, though, yeah,
0: yeah, the guy loved it. He was a really good friend of Dave's
2: and uh, yeah, we were asked to do a wedding. I think it's coming up like in a year, so we'll see if cool. that still happens and they contact us again. what or, was
0: that what was that feeling like though, when you got signed, like, oh, did it just do you remember how you felt? It was
2: exciting. it was like, whoa. But it, like, it was such a slow process, so by the time we actually announced it to everybody, it had been worked out for like...
1: Oh, really? But it was
2: scary. Honestly, it was scary, too. Yeah, it, was, it was it was mostly scary. It was like, what am I doing? Um, what am I
1: getting myself into a little mm-hmm, bit? And we were trying mm-hmm. to be like really careful and cautious with the contract, but also not pay a lawyer. So we didn't have someone. We didn't oh, have a lawyer look at it.
0: Did you guys just look over it yourselves?
1: We had some friends look over it. Yeah. Who were musicians or signed musicians? We had a friend who's a lawyer, but not an entertainment lawyer. Um, And also, there's like a certain like DIY ethic that I like want to have. So I'm like, I'm just gonna learn all this, and it's exhausting. Yeah, Caleb (laughs) bought
2: a book that's like two inches thick, like Hmm. whatever the Bible is, like three times that, and it was (laughs) like, oh, that was a, is that tour? What was that? It wasn't just of touring, it was the had label stuff in it too.
1: Well, I got two books. One was for touring and one was for like the music industry. So yeah, I just trying to read so it was scary and then it was weird to think about the expectations, I guess, of what it means to get signed. Mm-hmm. And then you do it. Um, and then you just keep going. So nothing and nothing changes. changes.
2: Nothing <laughs> changes, let me tell you that.
1: Um you know, and then you you start record I guess in some ways you're like trying to balance excitement and expectations and then to just be reasonable because it, it's mostly just kind of like slow and you just do it and like the happiest moments are like like sweet shows and cool people um people friends that really road. get us through it all yeah, yeah. we've literally so like
2: yeah our hardest moments like with music like the only way i think i've survived those moments is like having awesome friends that we've made and like hmm. those people really make it i guess i remember we were like really bummed this one time like so done so done like me and him were just ready to be in tears like can't do this anymore just played a show to like nobody um we had driven all the way out to pittsburgh this is right after we like lost our last drummer and really didn't get noticed and it was like supposed to be a full band show so it ended up being just me and caleb so even that's always kind of a little bit of a letdown because you're just like it's not as much energy yeah there was like people at the show that's tough mm-hmm. and you're like i drove all the way out here and i'm doing this and we already like just we had so much to deal with back at home still mm-hmm. and we're just like kind of stuck out on the road and we went and hung out our, at our friend's place to stay, and uh they were just <coughs> so kind to us and but it was just like we needed them like we really rely on our like tour family and our friends that live in different towns because I remember just, like, both of us just kind of pouting at their apartment <laughs> and yeah. then being like, so what's, like, positive in your life? And me and Caleb were just like...
1: <laughs> I don't know right now. It's so <laughs> it was silly like, silent. now Yeah, now
2: looking back, but it was like we just needed them to, like, be there, and it's like that's honestly the best experiences I've gotten out of it is...
1: And they were friends that we had friends. met from playing shows in different cities.
2: Oh yeah, we were pouting because we knew we could pout around them. Other people, we'd <laughs> yeah. probably just like pretend everything was okay. But it's really great. Like those are the type of people and community that you need to help you get through it. Because sometimes you're gonna play shows that really make you question on why you do it.
0: <laughs> I could. I mean, yeah, I imagine. I mean, mm-hmm. I was never in like a, a band that did as extensive like touring and mm-hmm. music, putting out music like that, but. The most recent one I was in I I played on a Monday night at the Foundry. I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> eight people here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh the band that went on last, I couldn't hear a thing cuz everything was super distorted and I was like, why are what are we doing? <laughs> what what is happening? Yeah. I didn't care for it so much and then yeah. I don't know. We've never played like we we played a pretty big crowd when it was the Hi-Fi. Yeah. But, oh, um, but that's also not a huge,
1: that's
3: pretty small,
0: uh, venue, but still, that was really cool for yeah. being won, oh, like yeah. 17, 16, 17. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know. definitely Forget hold on to those, um, those memories and like, <laughs> you're like, it happened once it can happen again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just not this time. Yeah. There's all, yeah. Cause it's always, there's always a lot of things going on. So sometimes people just don't show up, um, you just yeah. got to keep on keeping on. And
2: sometimes they all show up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. And
2: you're like, where were you two months ago yeah. Yeah. when we had a show and only, like, 20 people were there?
1: <laughs> yeah, we did that
0: uh, high school rock-off, that Tri-C high school rock-off thing. Mm-hmm. And we had a bunch of people that were coming, and then it just... It was a huge, split, like,
3: blizzard. Pelted with snow. And, like, sound. no one could come. Yeah, so... We could yeah. barely make it there. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. that's
0: that's true. We ended yeah. up playing second, which was... I guess better than first but uh, <laughs> well it's because
3: they had like that Radiohead cover band opened up remember
0: yeah oh that's true yeah there was uh, one of the bands that played like kind of closer towards the end those kids were drunk I know that for a fact <laughs> Yeah. and they were like a vampire weekend rip off mm-hmm. and my uncle who's been in the music industry forever was like oh yeah this is what's popular right now I don't get it but it's popular <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh um so what are the general themes of your songs i mean i know it's kind of a vague question because it can kind of go <laughs> all over the place but
2: um you know. sadness <laughs>
1: i like the throatiness that you gave I know because
2: <laughs> i'm a little sick right now um yeah <laughs> sadness <laughs> depression
1: <laughs>
2: anxiety uh yeah but pretty much those things kind of uh whatever I'm really feeling moved by in life and whatever I'm going through, I, I really find like music's my therapy. So um, whatever is kind of on my mind or if I'm mad about things. So um, I mean, a lot of that album we released, I mean, the songs are old, but it was like about my past relationship before that. So it was a lot of um, songs that helped me uh, get feelings out and get over them. Um, and... I don't know. I write about happy things sometimes. I wrote one happy song, I think, last year. So that's good. I felt the quota. There, yeah. one, one one for every 15, you know? <laughs> keep people not too sad, but keep them mostly sad because, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I like to write about sad things, but it's more so just a cathartic thing for me.
0: Yeah, I've always I, – I wrote some of our stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Well, I remember – writing it because it was just stuff I needed to get off my chest and then it mm-hmm. just ended up being lyrics and I was just writing just, just to write. Yeah. But I feel like that's the most therapeutic way.
2: Oh, it's amazing. And then there's one line from um, this uh, I think it's Phoebe Bridgers and she says um, one day this the song will feel like covers. As she's talking about how just being like so disconnected from it. And I finally, like, am feeling that with these songs from the album. I'm like, all right, they feel like covers. I'm done with it. I'm yeah. over these emotions. I'm over these feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, because mm-hmm. it's actually only getting harder and harder to really plug myself back into the song. And I can do it. I'm mostly good at that. But I can feel like I'm just like, wow, I have to work harder to really reel in the same feelings or emotions I had with these songs. Because songs like Hazy, like, you know where do we go from Dude, you know I you heard that's to, what
0: hooked me on that song yeah, when you, I heard that and
2: that song like that's really how I felt you know and it was just like like, where do we go from here mm-hmm. like what what do we do you know and it's just like I really have to now like, like get into that to be able to sing it but yeah so I mean it's good that's when you're like okay I'm you know growing and changing and getting over things but yeah
0: Yeah. Caleb, are you involved in any of that too, or you just let her take the reins on that? No,
1: no. Alicia does all the lyrics, Mm. vocal melodies, and everything. So Mm -hmm. I just make noise. So I guess in some way, I'm, I'm just trying to channel all of that, whatever she's saying, Mm -hmm. into some noise. So you just you just
0: bring what you have.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: See if it matches. Yeah, and
1: so like, I mean.
2: So I'll say like, hey, this is the feelings kind of and this is what i wrote and usually will kind of like jam on it or i send a voice memo
1: yeah yeah it's all um it's all alicia i wouldn't really wouldn't really have any input mm-hmm. on that it would feel weird
2: but sometimes i think like twice or a few times it started with like riffs that he's played and then i like start riffing off that my guitar and then write vocals too um but mostly it's me by myself on a guitar. Yeah. Being like, I'm so sad about this. <laughs> and it, this is how I feel about it. <laughs>
0: so then, I'm sorry, what was your bass's name? Alex. So then he just kind of comes in and picks up where you guys have started yeah. already creating.
1: Yeah. Alex Bass. Alex Bass. Bass. That's, yeah, that's his new name. <laughs> so I just gave him the name. This is actually, this
2: is really funny because. I just realized that last week that I think you have Alex's name wrong in your phone, and yes. I have Alex's name wrong in my phone. When I first met him, because the place that you meet Alex's is, is at the bars normally. Mm-hmm. So I think probably this is my theory on it, but that both of us were like Alex, whatever, and like I put so he's Alex White in mine, and then what's he? What's he in yours?
1: I was trying to be clever. Oh, in just kidding. Solution. Some of us <laughs> try to be
2: clever. Some of us are just drunk. But
1: <laughs> his name is Alex Wright. It's spelled. I think it's more like the Wright brothers mm, spelling. Like w R, and then I G H T. Is how his name. Jesus. But I I spelled it like Wright, like writing. Oh, alright. Because hmm, okay. um, when I met him, he was in a band and I was in a band, and then we started playing. Our, our bands would play shows together, so I was thought I was just being clever. I was like Alex Wrights.
2: I just like to think that <laughs> no one knows how, what I his don't. actual last name is and we're all just messing it up all the He's time. He's pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. he is. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, it's, and then we'll we all get together, start jamming on the you know, Alicia's got the composition mostly laid out and we just start jamming and looping and pretty see what happens. we have done
2: it over and over and over and over again.
0: Do you yeah. guys so did, did, when did he join? Was he, like, right He's, then and there? He's the original. The, He's oh, an cool, cool.
2: original founding member as well. Cool. So, yeah, the, I mean, us, we've stuck, like, us three have, like, stuck since the beginning. So, Alex is what allows me to know that it's not, like, me or us <laughs> that are the problem, so. <laughs> and,
0: and you guys still have, like, a studio you rent out to um, practice? We're on or? our,
2: like, fourth practice space, but yes, yeah, we have one that we share with um, the Sonder Bombs.
0: Sonderbomb. It's
2: uh yeah.
0: I feel like I heard you mention them before. Not yeah. not even in this interview. Okay, yeah, like, like 20, yeah. minutes ago yeah. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I remember.
2: Um. No. no yeah, the Sonderbomb's bombs is really cool. Check them out. They're uh, another cool Cleveland band. Uke pump, pump.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Little he? <Uzi>, Uke pump. <laughs> <laughs> Yuke yeah. Punk. Yuke Punk. Uke they're, punk. Uh, like, uh, they're they're also give a good Yuke pump,
2: man. Just give <laughs> a good Yuke <Yeah>. pump. <laughs>
1: they're signed Cleveland band too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're they're gonna be going places.
2: I think yeah, in January. I mean, and literally. And, and, and literally, yeah. i was yeah. say I literally know they
1: are, but also they're great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we share practice space with them. They're good people. Mm-hmm
0: uh what's your experience you like <laughs> what's so what's been your experience like when you tour like uh what's the best part and what's the worst part i'm interesting to hear what they say
3: because like what sea level is yeah there? we want i oh, kind of want to yeah. compare the two yeah that's good
2: the best part is i would say the people that we meet on the road um and sleeping when you finally get to that bed like but like
1: at A surprisingly good sleeping... Oh, yeah, where you're
2: like, I have no idea where I'm staying, and all of a sudden they, like, open into a gated community, and you're like, no way. And you're like... They live where, and they're like, yeah, it's my parents' house. Like, they've been out of town <laughs> for three months. You guys have a, each one of you has a bed, and you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's never
1: happened, has it? Um,
2: like similar things. To that. Maybe <laughs> <Yes. you'd->
1: she's <laughs> she when we're on tour, she just disassociates and she's imagining that this is happening. She's we're, so tired. So it's she's just so an Airbnb tired. that's like a palace. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, that's where she thinks we're going, <laughs> and we're just all sleeping on the floor.
0: <laughs> no, we have actually begun uh... this, this air mattress as a queen size bed in yeah. my mind
3: just to help <laughs> uh-huh if you stranded on the desert. No walmart parking lots uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah in the van no,
1: we haven't
2: done we only slept in the car once because we were sleeping in a camper and there was a mouse that was slowly dying inside the wall like mm. trying to get it was out just,
1: like scratching at the wall
2: so that freaked me out so i went to the car <laughs> mm. <laughs> after i woke caleb up and was like he's like half he's like half like i'm like there's something in the trailer <laughs> i was yeah. like he's just there's like like, scratching, like, right behind her head. I so it's like, do you hear it? He's just trying to wake up, and he's like, oh, my gosh, we're dying. We're dying. Um, yeah, friends. I don't know. Um, good
1: That's things. Good. Just, like, sometimes being pleasantly surprised by the turnout in another city on, like, a Wednesday night mm-hmm. and people just, like, buying merch and coming up and talking to us and saying that they really liked it um, is, like – the reason that you do it, and it's yeah. also like very surprising because you're always just like, we're in Fairfax on a Wednesday night. Let's see what, what happens.
2: Buy our things. <laughs> Let's see
1: what I happens. I did not expect all of you to be here. Uh-huh. <laughs> um,
2: Thanks for bringing your parents. Someone,
1: someone at that show, what they had seen us on like a band's in town. Yeah. Oh wow! And came. That's cool. And came here There's like, yeah, it?
2: we've been listening to you on Spotify, and saw that you were in Banson in Town, and just popped up below your name, and I was listening, and I saw that you were playing here, so we came. By his girlfriend, and I was like, that's cool.
1: Whoa. I was like, <laughs> it works. Yeah, it works. We just needed to happen a couple hundred more times. Yeah. <laughs> we're onto something. <laughs> we're onto something. How many years do we got? Yeah. How many times? Mm-hmm. Um, the best parts. Um, yeah I don't know just having breakfast a, like, breakfast we love <laughs> breakfast
2: go. funny but, like interactions and stories that we get from it um, like I literally have some of the funniest stories I mean I tell, like, can I tell one can I tell one funny, one yeah, funny, are you funny story <laughs> the one of the person who's not here
1: no <laughs>
2: can we not tell that one no, no. <laughs> I'm
1: Please? gonna vote no no
2: well what other funny stories do we <laughs> have that's the one I can think of no
1: we <laughs> uh, vote no okay what else one. what other <laughs> funny
2: stories are there
1: um i don't, I don't know. know there's
2: just funny stuff like we almost leave band members at gas stations on accident and <laughs> it didn't happen <laughs> once. yeah it, yeah was or it... then you think that there's you're all sitting there waiting in the car you think you're still waiting on somebody
3: everyone's
0: so you're all just already band. and, in there.
1: and in there. i remember yeah. the one
2: time that alex stuff, i was like yo i didn't know you were in the car he's like i've been in here the whole time and i was like i was waiting for <laughs> you what are we waiting you. on like, right now? i was like we're all like okay we're ready to go we've sat here for 20 minutes um, But, yeah, I don't know. Always, I don't know, fun little interactions.
1: Yeah, tour nicknames. We made uh, those. Yeah. Tour nicknames? Tour yeah. nicknames, yeah.
2: What am I, Rocket Fizz? Rocket Fizz. Yeah, and your uh, grunge dad?
1: Yeah, but I gave myself <laughs> that nickname. <laughs> okay. Which grunge dads definitely Which do grunge... nickname
2: themselves, so.
1: No one was coming up with one for me. I don't mm-hmm. know,
2: you're hard to nickname.
1: I have grunge dad is fitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, I think that works. Yeah, and then... Alex's, Alex's Saucy Fingers Saucy Fingers It's That's gross right. That's a good one That's a good it's story It's so good Because
2: I always Catch him. fucking oh i don't know <laughs> i caught myself in having
1: Santa fun <laughs> catch alex uh, having fun freaking
2: licking sauces off of his hands all the time oh, we, i should
0: have just told you we don't mind if you swear oh okay yeah. good i was like this Wah. is not like some wholesome christian <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <awesome>. <laughs> like,
2: yeah. i was just warming up but... yeah.
0: sorry i should have mentioned that oh no it's 20, okay I'm, 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> i'm used to
2: being like on uh like right. college radio no, and they're W-R-R-U-W like do, or do not swear yeah and they're like dave
0: was telling us about that yeah not for you for like where where he was I forget what radio it was, but they said like you can't promote
3: whatever yeah. he, he said, was. Yeah, he said you can't do a call, uh, call action. You can't yeah. say come to our show. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: there's this thing that exists.
0: Just
3: yeah, because then he said they all
0: violated it. Someone said Someone swore <laughs> Someone's Dave <laughs> so someone said come action. to our show. and yeah. <laughs> Someone else did the third thing. On accident, they're all like shit. <laughs> well, that's what
3: you've
2: worked on. Like is demanding people to do things for you as a musician. Like please, because just asking usually doesn't work. You right. have to be like, no, come to my show. Yeah. <laughs> Not like, hey, if you're free and kind of want to. Well, like, that doesn't work. Uh, but yeah,
0: so he was licking his fingers or whatever.
1: Oh, he just, yeah, because yeah. there's this, mm-hmm. um, in Columbus, there's this uh, pizza Mikey's place, late late Mikey's night Late Night Slice. It's just like really great pizza at all hours. Um, and it's right by Space Bar. Mm-hmm. There's one right by Space Bar. And so one night after that show, and drinking and hungry and you're like also everyone's getting pizza at yeah. this place in a bar <laughs> um and he's just waiting and then we look over and there's just these pumps of different sauce that you can get for your pizza but he's just putting them on his finger sauce pumps and then just licking them and we look over and we're like what Nasty. are you doing unicorn sauce, unicorn sauce. Uh-huh. And oh, just like hot sauce really in his fingers i'm and like we're just like saucy Sometimes fingers just, yeah that's yeah. how it came that's good and that's his but nickname. that
2: happens all the time i just see him just like licking his fingers i think fingers now
0: it's a little now like, bl- he does it because what happened first yeah he's, he's like please guys he's he's like, like, this is my tell me my <laughs> nickname again yeah it's his character yeah, i gotta keep
1: up my appearance yes <laughs> <after. laughs> he's yeah, like don't forget my nickname ever and alicia is rocket fizz because she's always crossing the streets with like when it says like don't walk in two seconds. So she runs across and the rest of the band is like, we're not running. <laughs> They're just on the other side of the street. And she's I... just, and then also we went to Rocket Fizz, the candy store. Yeah. And we were like, yeah. that's Alicia. She also had purple hair at the time. It just keeps getting better. Rocket Fizz. Rocket <laughs> Fizz.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's me.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I am just a crash dad, I guess. <laughs> Always <laughs> will is there... be. It's Always will be. I have a Honda Pilot. it's a, <laughs> Maybe I should be crunch mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's purple. It's purple. It's too. more like a dark, manly purple, like a royal purple for. Manroon. It's Maroon. <laughs>
0: That's perfect. It's uh, a crown royal purple. Yeah. Uh.
1: Worst parts of tour. Yeah. Worst part. <clears throat> gas station food that mm. you start eating and then realize that you shouldn't have. What did you mm. get the one time? Like a tuna sandwich. Probably oh, like a hot dog. Tuna
2: sandwich. I don't from gas
1: station. That just sounds bad. I think really you trying. smelled it, and you were like, I'm not doing this.
2: Yeah, it was bad. Um, nobody coming to the shows. Um, oh, You find out you're playing with high school band.
1: What? what? It's usually not. I always happens, try to be but, uh, like, oh. I was in high school, and I and played. And they made a call
2: out to their science teacher <laughs> when they're on stage. And I was like,
1: oh. <sighs> also, no one was at that show.
2: Just, That's what I'm saying. No one was at there besides his the science teacher and So his they parents. called out
1: their science teacher.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm, shout out to they, they were cool the kids,
1: you know. It's just I'm just sometimes it's like, oh man, where am I? Like you were saying, just like, what Detroit. am I doing yeah. right now? I'm you said Detroit. Ten yeah. years older than this kid. Most
2: technically, was that called Hamtramck?
1: Hamtramck, never it's heard. Of
2: weird that. place. It's um a city within Detroit city. Hmm. It's the hmm. only a city that's within another city. I think technically.
1: Hmm.
0: That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah
2: um i may be made that fact up please oh, fact okay. check us. yeah is we, this like dax, yeah <laughs> no it's not like the yeah. armchair expert. <laughs> like, we
0: have in. we have someone we were joking because we had her on at one point and she fact-checked me i was like we should just have you fact check yeah, just like, dax yeah Shepard's just uh-huh.
2: i love that
1: podcast yeah. by oh, the way too. Um, i love
2: dax um, yeah yeah what, what are some other bad parts
1: i mean in general we
2: being d- tired being hungover, being hungry.
1: <laughs> is,
0: there, is there a lot of is there a yeah. lot of uh like crunch time pressure like getting to the next show or
2: no you're always there ten hours before you're like what do we
1: do yeah we uh, usually yeah. because we're booking our own tours we're usually are like not trying to overextend and get somewhere ten hours away it's just it's more expensive and it would be more right. difficult and there's right. no reason to right um so we always tried to book like four or six hours away and like maybe we would do an eight just to get somewhere, like once, mm-hmm. um, but usually it's more like we have a lot of time yeah. to kill, and there's four of us. What does everybody want to do? That's the hardest. And we all probably just want to hang out in our rooms, but we're not at home. So <laughs> what do we? How do we reconcile everybody? Keep everybody entertained and happy and hanging out, not
3: so we can get to the v- not spending yeah.
1: too much money, mm-hmm. um, to get to the venue really early but not too early. And so it's a lot of just, like, hanging out, trying to find stuff to do.
2: We're always way too early because I'm, like, the A-type. So I'm, like, they said load-ins at 8.30. We're showing up at 8.30, guys. Or 6. Like, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Or showing up at, like, you know, five minutes early because that's what a good person does. And then we show up.
1: (laughs) They're like, the sound guy's not going to be
2: here for an hour and a half. What are you doing, you know? And they're like, yeah, we can't give you your drink tickets yet until the door guy shows up. The door door guy doesn't show up till 10. And you're just like what do I do for two hours? <laughs> oh,
0: man, I'll never forget when we had a show at Peabody's. Oh, oh my God, we got there at like noon. <laughs>
3: noon? <laughs> well,
0: because it was like a, a slew of bands. Because yeah, it they It was always, like a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it yeah. Terrible time because yeah. it was a big like- uh, It was a pretty big- It was a stages. battle of the bands. They have three they stages had, Yeah, they had three. Well, it's, it's, so it's, it's gone main, now, yeah, but, yeah, it's yeah, gone. Gone. Yeah. but They had the main um, stage, they had- The upstairs. The upstairs. The side one. The side one and upstairs. Upstairs? was disgusting. No, they
3: only used the main stage, though, the big one. I know, but I I saw this, like,
0: pig squealing band up at the top (laughs) one. It was, like, 2008, 2009, so everyone was wearing, like, super tight (laughs) uh, skinny jeans, and they had the, the hair over their face, and it was just this breakdown band and i was like this is ridiculous but no we, we were at uh we played at peabody's on the main stage because there was like this battle of the bands thing and I, I don't know what time it started but everyone wanted to leave and get food and i was like i'm not leaving all of our equipment right here in peabody's yeah no. to go walk down the street i would love to go get pizza right now but uh i think we i don't want to come back to someone
2: so your are grunge dad
3: you, oh,
1: you didn't know? He was, yeah. That's the other, the grunge dad has to try and remember all the things and be responsible. <laughs> Inventory. I, was,
0: I was super anal about um people touching my drums, like yeah. uh, the dude from Step Brothers. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was like, that. <laughs> like no one was able to, I was my own roadie. I would not let anyone touch it. Well, then finally I was like, okay, if you want. To I mean, you have a lot of stuff old. to carry. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, that's tough. We always try to help we have a mm-hmm. lot of stuff though. Yeah. Usually between our pedal boards and merch it's about the same I love time. The drum kit. We've mm-hmm. been backlining a lot too recently.
2: Oh, it's, it's a new beautiful thing.
1: Yeah. You only need one drum kit up there.
2: That's <laughs> how yeah, so I always try to get like one drum bring your own breakables. Like to, let's just like let's skip all of that. But yeah, I'm also not a drummer. I do realize there's a double standard. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm like, no, I'm bringing my own amp. Are you stupid?
1: I'm playing out that. No Mm -hmm.
2: way. Uh uh. The tone isn't right.
1: Yeah. So there's double standard, but it is nice. Everybody usually appreciates it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I where was I going to go with this? I do like hearing that a, a lot to come. I want a lot to come out of the monitor when I'm back there. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. It's just for timing and stuff like that.
1: Mm.
0: Um, I don't know what other drummers prefer, but
1: uh, I don't know. Um, all the vocals. All yeah. the vocals. All the vocals, all Alicia's guitar, and nothing else.
2: Because our song is a lot of, like, vocally led, vocally cued.
1: Yeah. Mm. So it's easy to know where you're at a lot of times.
2: Yeah, I thought I just had a hoarse throat <laughs> a week or two ago. <laughs> Turns out I was sick, but I didn't know at the time when we had practice, and I was like... I'm gonna save my voice. Was the same night that we were playing at the Grog Shop, um, and I was like, I don't want to sing in a practice right before we're supposed to play, and I already feel bad. And we all were trying to play the songs without any of the vocals, and it was just like really hard. I mm-hmm. was like mm-hmm. staring at each other, and we were like,
1: we're like, is this the is this part? And I was like, you know, I'm like, think I think so. Yeah,
2: it's so hard.
0: Yeah, mine's I'm the other way around. I could because I don't focus on like every band I've been in I've never focused on the lyrics mm-hmm. or the words or, or pitch or whatever mm-hmm. it always was guitar and bass yeah. I just that's how I knew where I was yeah
2: but mm-hmm. and I think that was the hard thing. <laughs> even if that's what the drummer d- was going off of because I think Caleb and Alex were both like I think I'm in the right spot and oh I like was like so good luck like I don't know I wrote this and I have no idea where <laughs> I'm at So I'm is, like unless I'm singing the lyrics I don't know them <laughs> is
0: Caleb the no wow um Alex, Sh- shoot alex is basically who's who's touring with you right now drumming
2: oh we didn't even say their name there's a bunch of different names um <laughs> there's tuck and mike right now are our two main boys mm-hmm.
1: yeah
2: tuck and mike
1: tuck and mike <laughs> and billy joe and johnny
2: <laughs> just kidding it's just tuck and mike <laughs> it's just
1: tuck and mike they do great jobs yeah. but
0: is that is that was that hard to adapt at first like let's say you go for three or four days doing a shows with one drummer, then another one comes on with you and you're like, okay, do you have to not, and you guys know, no, not all drummers are the same. So it's like, mm-hmm. was that an easy kind of fi- fit?
1: I guess
2: we had no choice. Well, <laughs> yeah. <that> and um,
1: <laughs> We're pretty, I feel like Very we're pretty nice. laid back.
2: Like whatever. Can you just <laughs> we mostly
1: beat? like we're hat, like they all like, obviously there are like these stylistic differences. Mm-hmm. Um, but they like just keeping the time and the general idea of the song. And then that's all really we're looking for. Mm. Um, And yeah, we're not super picky. So like, I think at the beginning, teaching someone songs from scratch, there was like, there was a period where we were practicing, like me, Alicia and Alex were practicing like every other day to get a couple different drummers Three drummers
2: in three weeks.
1: Ready for different shows based on which ones they could play.
2: Literally, and that's like the times up. We had like one week and then there was a new drummer. Yeah. Just because of their schedules. A new drummer the week after that and a new drummer the week after that. Hmm. So we had three weeks and three drummers to Um, all get up for a whole set. So, you know, seven, eight songs if we could.
1: um, Yeah, from scratch and just Mm. like that was like a lot of work up front. But now we found that even if we don't practice with someone for a couple of weeks, it comes back pretty fast for them. Now that they're caught up. Yeah. Oh, okay, um, So it's like second
0: nature. Kind yeah. Of. That's and, good. Now. Which is cool.
1: Yeah. They're all great. Very good. Um, and then I think, yeah, as far as the style, I think also it helps that no one, like they're, they all know, like they're filling in for shows. And so it's like, they're, mm-hmm. Not trying to do anything on their own Mm -hmm. necessarily like I really think it would be sound good with this like they say that if they think it would actually help the song but if we'd say like can you just do this from the record they just do that or like a a version of it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, no one's necessarily stylistically even if they like some of them have other bands and so like they can write in their other bands So it really hasn't been. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes they'll write, they'll jam with us, but it's just, I don't know. We've been lucky. I'm saying
2: they're not changing the style of the song or whatever. And if I was like, oh, I don't know if that sounded right, they'd be like, okay, that's fine. Like, it's not like they're trying to change what it all sounds like. So.
1: Yeah. I guess maybe we've just been lucky. And it just grooves well, maybe. Yeah. Um, That we've also just found multiple drummers that can jam, like, pretty good with us. Yeah.
0: That's good because. Yeah. Uh, I've always thought it was hard to find basis.
2: Mm, that's so what I've heard.
0: having that many drummers for that many weeks—that's that's <laughs> mm. the talent, I guess.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it's a lot. You just become a robot. You just keep playing over and over. And I mean, it helped me get like really good at like kind of just verbally cueing and figuring it out and saying what we were gonna do and mm. like have that like. Conversation because sometimes it can be like a little awkward like starting with new musicians and trying to like I don't know like that was good, but I need you to slow down a little bit with this part, you know, and that's always h- hard to say, you know, cause you're mm-hmm. like, thank you so much for playing with us and you're helping <laughs> right. us out. But,
1: but, but yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's
2: like so hard. And I think I got really like just good and just like, okay, this is how it is. And you do have to tell people like, okay, this is what we need to work on. Like for us, you know, this part was really great. Like what you did there and like just getting good at verbally communicating So that we could have made that process like as smooth as possible,
3: right? Because if you don't tell them what they're doing wrong, they're not. Yeah, they're not gonna know.
1: know. And like every time we say something, they always are like, "Oh, cool," and then they do it the next time. Um, it's just about. It's also kind of the balance of picking like maybe one or two big things after we practice a song to focus on, so Mm -hmm. they get that. And then maybe the next time, you go a little further and a little more nitpicky. And sometimes you're like. That wasn't perfect, but like, we could it, it would be great for a show and only drummers in the crowd would be like, I don't know about that part, yeah, right. but everybody else is going to be like, you guys were awesome. Yeah, right, Everybody, yeah. it happens each time we play with a drummer, people will just be like, this is your best drummer. And I'll be like, you guys are either lying or like, <laughs> everything just sounds good. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. the second one. Yeah. And everybody seems to always like it. Yeah. 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 So I yeah, get, you just try and pick like the big things like tempo and time changes yeah. to get them all caught up on. And yeah,
0: I catch myself doing that a lot when I'm at shows, especially just if it's the like drama. Yeah, and I get really nitpicky. I'm like, I uh-huh. wouldn't have played it like that. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's not my music, so I'm not gonna judge. Yeah, and I was like, eh, I would have probably done a crash on that one, not, <laughs> not the China or Orion. Yeah, like, I don't, it, little things like that. Um, but so do you guys have any new music coming up soon or? In the mm. works,
2: mm, we do have that you're allowed to talk about. I don't yeah. know if it's like, yeah. uh, I mean, we are releasing something next month. Um, it's technically, I don't just say it, I don't, I don't think I'm allowed to say it. Just keep it a secret. No, yes. I, I'm just gonna say,
1: uh, it. I think you should keep it a secret, yeah. Okay, keep, keep them, keep okay. Well, just
2: it. generically say that we have something coming out next mm-hmm. month, right. um, yeah. It is based off of our last album, mm-hmm. um, so it's not a new song, um, but. Really, we're hoping to. Uh, we have like so many new songs, so many new songs. So we're really hoping to get some of those down next year, um, whatever way that is done, whether it's a single, EP, album. Uh, we will be releasing something new next year, and we yeah. just we just got the Panza Foundation, which is really cool. So um, What's this that? this nonprofit um, foundation in uh, Cleveland, they pick four bands and a venue. I think usually, I don't think they picked a venue this year. Um, and they, um, give them grants to, and help them the next year, um, work on different goals of theirs. So Hmm. we were chosen last year Hmm. or for next, this year year for for next year. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. cool. So we just received that, um, last weekend or the announcement. So that's really exciting. So we'll have some money to work with and do something with that. So
1: maybe some new merch, maybe there's, so there's about, Alicia and I just saw a rubble bucket at. Uh, oh. Beachland Ballroom, and they had, like, <laughs> do you guys know who Rubble Bucket is? I don't. I don't. I, I
0: want to say that yeah. I've heard the name, but I you don't gotta know watch if watch some I've...
1: music videos. They're, like, really great. There's, like, music Brooklyn videos. Band, and they're kind of, like, indie, jazzy, but also, like, avant-garde and um, theatrical, mm-hmm. theatrical, kind of, and very artsy. I guess very New York. Um, but they had, like, really great, like, lights and... What, like these screens that they had lights behind, so they would go behind them, and there's all these like shadows, and then the lights would flicker, all these different colors. Uh, they just had a really good had, like, live show. They had a
2: section, and they'd be like doing dance moves, you know, and they're always all like, and it was all like the whole band would be like moving together. Oh, and, that's like, just sweet. Weird. What were and, they, and, they,
0: they called? Rubble Bucket. Rubble Bucket. Um, I'm going to that down. I'll show you
2: a video after we're done recording okay. too of them live, of them like behind the screens and like doing mm-hmm. different things, and like. All the different colors, and then they had, like, this, like, weird black light in the front, and they, like, threw, like, a green light on them during this, like, this green light, and then, like, they had this black light coming on them from the bottom, and the rest of the stage was just dark, and it was the two singers, and they went up, and they're, like, doing this talking part, and they, like, just, their eyes were, like, glowing green, and, like, there's, like, purple on them. They looked like they were, like, aliens, like, (laughs) and they, like, this weird, and they're, like, talking. It was just, like, I was just, the whole time, I was, like, oh, my gosh! It was so amazing, but
1: so maybe show of
2: the year maybe you know
1: maybe we'll pay for a choreographer to really help us out you know (laughs)
2: totally help us but i i think i can (laughs) choreograph actually or maybe some
1: maybe some small lights we're like talking we like we'd love to have something but i don't it's also Also depending on the with with the smaller shows and the venues um when bands have stuff like that sometimes you're like. That's a lot for what is happening right now. Like there are twenty people here, it's a, it's gonna be a good show. But like I don't know if set up you need your, set. Yeah. your two fog machines here, <laughs> and someone at the venue is like, I don't think we can have fog machines here. Um, and the
2: sprinkler system set off. Everyone leaves. But maybe we can
1: find some some small portable cool lights. I don't know. I think that'd be It'd really be cool. cool. To have a light show. I'm ready
2: to yeah step it up a little we, bit with the stage presence.
1: We're into like psychedelic yeah ish type someone said that we sounded like the black angels
2: yeah which
0: i'm like oh my gosh thank you but so i liked i mean i've only seen you guys once but i like the stage presence that i saw
1: yeah yeah
2: we jump around a lot i have a really sore neck all the time
1: Mm. i stretched last time and i I did too
2: remember we all stretched together and we're Uh like listening to the music and we all started like doing head rolls (laughs) (laughs) and i was like this doesn't look weird at all And then we were doing like a little
0: yoga. I had a drum instructor who would tap dance before going on stage. And he said that a bunch of people would sit there and make fun of him and laugh at him. But he would go on there and just tear up the double (laughs) bass. And I was like, I guess I was just helping him with his footwork. And I just thought it was the most bizarre thing ever. It is pretty bizarre. he He just made himself sound so badass about tap dancing. And I was like okay
2: <laughs> let's see you do it <laughs> uh, he showed
0: me so did he
2: okay
3: yeah. oh yeah
2: sounds like yeah someone who would show so you know.
3: oh, mo- f- your money's of worth course. get your money's of worth for that it. uh session huh I don't wanna, yeah let, I don't he, <laughs> let me let me make you pay dude, me to yeah. show you how i can <laughs> yeah. tap dance dude and tell i just want to know whole how, whole how to do, do, do little tricks yeah show
1: me
0: these rudiments i don't care about tap dancing but so, I've got a few more questions because we're kind of running out of time. but Yeah. I'll, so, I'll try
2: to be short-winded. <laughs> well, so,
0: if you had to choose right now, and I know you guys still have plenty of shows to come up. Yeah. What would you say your, your favorite show would be so far, or what would your least favorite show be? Like, what was out of the water? What was one you're like, shit?
2: Well, I would say album release, of course. Like, that was so insane. Where like, was that? And mm-hmm. that was, a Grog Shop. Oh, Grog yeah, Shop, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, great turnout and the whole crowd was just singing all of the lyrics and i just, it just all felt so great uh like the energy was so high it was all so good um and the worst was probably that show i was talking about when we were in pittsburgh and yeah like i just wanted to be done I you really had nothing cried. to do with and it. we played some weird places mm-hmm. i would say that or that we played the um Cleveland Metro Parks, something or another, <laughs> oh. which was for free, and it was at Edgewater. And we ended up singing, and um, there was a heat advisory that day. It was Father's Day, so it was like 100 some degrees, and then we had no covering, and we are just on the cement block at Edgewater. And I started seeing spots and like almost passing out while we were playing.
1: That was probably. That was
2: awful. But yeah, was that your worst?
1: Probably. What were you thinking Ugh, of something think else, awful. though? Awful. Yeah.
2: What were, you, what were you thinking about?
1: Um no, that would probably be it. I don't Is that it? I try not to dwell on these things. He's
2: really good at that. <laughs> no, I'm like should. I'm like I wanna you talk about every, how yeah. awful this uh, was. I remember every for like, the next two yeah. weeks. And he just like zoning me out. He's nah. like, Just this fine man, yeah. it's okay. I'm
1: like, yeah. No, it's not. They didn't even pay us. Um yeah, I'm trying to think <laughs> we've I feel like we've been lucky. I'm trying to think if there have been times we haven't had like aggressively bad people. Mm, a being I, around, I have once. I had very that, that was, was probably really the worst bad. show. But that was but it a wasn't, cool show. It was
2: right after my show. I had a I had a stalker incident that was very what? very scary. And that one was really upsetting. It was very scary. Where was like, it? Uh, that was at the Beachland Tavern. Yeah, oh. like I went home sobbing and changed all of my Facebook settings. And like for the next probably six months, was looking for this person's face like at every show. Because they, they bought my CD because I was like, well, now they just know, like, I'm a kind of in a way a public figure. It was like just the first Alicia's time where I was
1: famous. like, holy
0: yeah. shit, we have but, a public figure. Yeah,
3: yeah no. <laughs> <sighs>
2: but I was just, all of a sudden, I was just like, wow, all of my movements are online. Like, this is so scary. Yeah. I was I was terrified.
0: This is this just yeah. someone who, like, knew too much about you or, like, Um, no, just he, wouldn't
2: leave me alone? I'm pretty sure tried to roof me, followed me to the bathroom. I, like,. Um, dumped out the drink, because, like, I didn't ask for a drink. He just showed up with the same drink that I had already had. Like, and he opened. said, open. He said, this is for you. for you. And then I said, thanks. And then I'm not stupid. Like, I went yeah. to the bathroom, and he literally walked and followed me to the bathroom and waited outside the bathroom for me. I dumped it out, and I came out. And then he followed me, and then literally I was watching. It was, like, one of my favorite bands, Sloth Rust, was playing. We got to open for them, so I was so excited to see him. And he was facing the opposite way of the stage staring at me. In the crowd. And oh I was my trying God. and I was trying to hide yeah, behind my was, friends. And I was, was telling like, people. So I had like probably like four or five friends there and Caleb. So people kept trying to step in between me and him. And then he would go around them and just stand like super close to just me. Just stare
1: at you. Just stare, just stare at Alicia. Just stare dead. It was like really like and he upsetting. looked, he was
2: not there with anyone, and it was like a dead stare. Like he was gonna do something to me. And I already knew like he had probably tried to roofie me, he was just waiting for me to pass out. So I'm like Um, I'm walking outside and I ask I was walking Haley to her car and I asked our bassist Alex to like Follow me because I didn't feel safe. I did not want Haley to walk to her car by herself We walked out and he walked out with us, of course Then we went to the car cuz it was like parked in the Beachland parking lot And then he just walked by like as if he didn't follow us out and then when I came back I came back to go in and then I saw him turn and see me He crossed the street and started walking back towards me then walked back in the venue when I walked in so we left the like I was like, "Yo, we gotta go, we gotta run," and yeah, he followed us out like a second time, and it was really scary. He wouldn't leave me alone. So, what's
0: yeah. what's the protocol on that, Mister Officer?
3: <laughs> Call police.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: about it. Really, I, I mean, like, follow me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's yeah. It's always scary. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I. Can't I'm I'm pretty ugly so I don't think that ever happened, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: I can't even fathom that I would. I don't know. Yeah, it was like. I'm sorry that me. happened. Oh,
2: that's okay. Thanks. <clears throat> yeah. yeah,
1: I think that's. You know, so bad shows are bad shows as far as nobody showing up. Uh, but even I mean, we played a show to one person, and then we just mm-hmm. we made it a good show, and then the one person who listened turned out being a really awesome dude and he's a really good friend of ours now well that's cool from Hmm. that so like i think like bad shows i can be pretty optimistic i'm like Mm -hmm. we're just playing music man it's all good so like if you're gonna ask about bad shows i'm usually like thinking about people who are acting just real shitty or being bad i'm like just drunk people and luckily it hasn't happened too we, much we didn't
2: have that one show in that basement too where this kid was just oh yeah that's what, so, me, so that's
1: what so. i think are the worst shows where like yeah. people are just like i was like crying not getting sheets. not getting what we're doing which yeah. is sheets like get, sheets gets brought up
0: a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah i remember just going home and i just yeah. in
2: sheets you know i was just like ugly crying in the mirror just like See, why she, am i doing sheets this helps everybody <laughs>
1: yeah, sheets needs to sponsor sheets is it is there magical. for me. it is great yeah uh yeah. yeah right so, so those, those are, are like wear those wear are the rankings of what i just like... it's so just, it's not necessarily I just get on edge. it's
0: more of like the people audience. being bad
1: yeah people being bad well, i do it puts me on edge and like we are and i have, we have gear and we're in public mm-hmm. and we're trying we want to be up there for everybody to look at um but it's it's just really a, a huge bummer and upsetting when people just can't follow the social rules yeah, yeah and just be cool mm-hmm. So those are the worst shows for me. Mm-hmm. I
0: think one of the coolest things Andy and I just found out was was Dave here where we at no his, we were doing his podcast and he said, he to told us he was telling someone I was telling someone he knows about our band when we were in high school. But this was just recently though. Yeah, so he's talking to them and he's like, "Wait, because we were called Rogue," and uh, Dave brought this up to a friend and he said, "Oh wait, Rogue? I know them. Oh, you played a show with them? Uh, oh, wow, that'd have probably
3: been what." eight years ago probably yeah, yeah. Nine and, years he, and ago. he goes
0: he goes those are the nicest dudes ever they let me use a tuner they let me <laughs> listen this, this so I, I like when shows go like that i remember yeah. uh there was a band at, at peabody's where the drummer was just had like a just a black cloud over his head like mm-hmm. sticks were broken and he went up there to, when it sat on his i'm going to use the word throne and it <laughs> busted and so i let him use mine and then I went up there, I'm like, wow, his seating was this high, and I don't need to be up that high. So I had to, like, quickly <laughs> swirl it back down and set everything up. But, yeah, I don't see why not. we can't just help people out. Yeah. yeah,
1: and that's really cool. And those mm-hmm. are, like, the memories and experiences. are like, this is why we do it, because yeah. we're all just, like, hanging out.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's, yeah, it's all of our friends that we've met, like the Pittsburgh fam, you know, Stephen and all of them in Columbus. They Those are the best shows, because – you know it's just like it's like the outside of the show itself is also like the just interactions with people that are so good we
0: were blown away yeah. by that i was like are you sure you're talking about the right people i don't know yeah. yeah. that's such a long ago memory yeah, yeah.
2: it will stick with people forever mm-hmm. like yeah
0: yeah so um you have uh, i was gonna say we're done <laughs> we're up but uh one more you have a new tour coming up so if you want to talk about that
2: Yeah, so we're just going on a quick tour in January with Weekend Friends. And then we are also just added to our Friends album release in Bowling Green. So it's just going to be the 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th of January. But uh, with Weekend Friends, we're hitting up Columbus, Cincinnati on the 16th, Columbus on the 17th. We're playing a show in Cleveland on the 18th. And then the 19th, we are playing with our friends T-Manade, which is amazing. They're really cool. You should check them out in uh, Bowling Green uh, for their album release. We'll also be in Columbus, January 11th, which is the week before. So,
0: and so, where can people
2: listen to you? Uh, any streaming um platform, and we also have a band camp. So, Ooh. and if they want to buy a CD, they can as well. Mm-hmm. So, when is this coming out?
3: So, I'm trying to. We did so many. Next Thursday. Guess, yeah. Next Thursday, yeah. Next
2: Thursday, cool. So also um, on the fourteenth, we'll be playing a local show with the Tom Catleys for their album release. Yeah, and December
1: fourteenth. December
2: fourteenth, sorry, yeah. and that's at a negative space.
0: Oh, we were just there, just there we were just recording that Were
2: you? Okay. So
0: Dave's got his own podcast say, called Zig at the Gig. there all the time. Oh yeah, so. he's got a podcast yeah. called Zig at the Gig, and Andy and I went on that, there, and uh, that's how
3: we found out about that whole thing. From, oh oh yeah, yeah about borrowing.
0: Uh, using our your tuner, yeah. So yeah, that's
3: yeah, a
2: cool little space. So it we're is. doing a friends album release there. It's
3: really cold though. i you bring your winter coat. Oh my god! Really? I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing
0: to know. Bring a
2: yeah. coat and uh um, hand warmers and a heater.
0: Wait, when when here. is that show?
2: Uh, it's not this Saturday, but next, which is the I think December it's next 14th. Friday, oh, Friday.
1: About. December 14th. Make my way out.
2: Yeah, come hang out. Yeah. It'll be cool. And I'll we, go look at my
0: schedule. We, yeah, and I'll be cool, like, yeah. I know the band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I interviewed I two of them. them. <laughs>
2: and we play first, which is the first time I'm playing first in like literally probably two and a half years in Cleveland. So I'm actually really excited about that. So hmm. I can just play and then hang out. So, yeah. Yeah. It'll be I cool. played
0: uh, negative space one time, but they were, they like moved their stuff across the hall.
2: Okay. So, yeah.
0: if you go up there, have you been there before?
2: Um, I went there to see a friend play. Yeah. So if
0: you really went up cool. there and you go make a laugh there on the left, but now they just went across the hall. Yes. Yeah. So. And there's
2: that whole like art studio area. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I love so it. cool.
3: Yeah. It's cool. I like it there. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. so thank you guys so much for yes. coming on. This has been another episode of Talk Matters. Have a good night.
2: Thanks for having us.
0: Yep.